2: It's Jason and John on Memphis Sports Station, 929 FM, ESPN. Who that? Who that? Who that, who that, man, this what you been waiting for? I mean the game was all bad just a week ago. Rappers was listening, I ain't hating no, cause now I'm getting hot enough to we wanna stay in home. And she can't tell the difference. I've been through hell conditions, wishing for air conditioning, feeling God was never listening. Now I'm on television. And did I fail the mission? Your girl is out of missionary boy, you feel the mission. Speaking up positions, just witness how I elevated. Real if you celebrated. Finger folk, whoever hated
3: yeah, i if you just wanna like pop the music down and get it. I'll just handle the rest I'll you know, with my voice.
2: Well only way to learn is try and fail clients that the only way to earn So if you're selling Or if you're selling rat Make sure that's mean So the fiends keep on selling back Who that who that got that flame Who that who that got that flame Who that who that got that flame So don't worry about don't worry about my name I gotta say Alright Who that Cold you're rolling with
4: Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. We are off and, uh, and rolling. And thank you to one Jeffrey Wright right now. I uh, got my man, my partner, my brother, John Martin, with us. We got plenty to talk about from a robust weekend of sports. AAC Basketball Media Day uh, happening right now as well. We're certainly Memphis basketball news over the weekend uh, with the fact that. Uh, Curtis Gibbons III made his college decision. Uh, a little bit of a curveball. I don't think there's any question about that. Certainly some surprise around uh, the fact that Curtis Gibbons III did not pick Memphis. He picked LSU. Uh, we'll discuss. Grizzlies got back to work yesterday. I told you it was robust. Uh, got a chance to see Derrick Rose in a Grizzlies uniform hooping uh, and doing so well. Saw some Jaron Jackson. Probably most importantly, we saw some Steven Adams. Getting up and down the floor for the Grizzlies in an overtime win over the Pacers. We will discuss. We will discuss what I saw last night, which was the team I had picked to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Bang, bang, Niner gang, showing you the difference between great and good. Perhaps last night in a beatdown of the Dallas Cowboys. I believe the Niners are great. Cowboys, I think, are good. Mm-hmm. The last night you saw how wide you know how wide the uh, chasm is between those two man those Niners look good right now
3: yeah no you're exactly right um <laughs> it's a uh it, it was a, it was a sorry it's just been a, a morning here bud uh it's it was a little jarring wasn't it last night to see uh you know to see just how you know uh the as 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 you I think as you eloquently stated it uh why the chasm is between, you know, good might even be a stretch for these Cowboys right now based on what they showed last night. If you look at who they've beaten, there is a case to be made that maybe they're not good because they haven't beaten much. Yes. Yes.
4: Um, Jets, Giants, Pats. So, yes. Not much there. Exactly. But so, I do believe they're good, John, at least. Yeah. We'll, um, see. we'll see. We We can discuss.
3: Uh, so, anyway, yeah, we'll get into that today on the Show um, Memphis Football got a big one too Friday. Yes. Uh Memphis Football's got a big game tonight uh on Friday. Uh sorry, dude. it is what it is. We're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna be we're gonna do what we do. Uh Jason Fitz is gonna join us uh at 125. Talk to him about the NFL uh and get his thoughts on all of the things that happened uh this weekend uh in the league. It was certainly a very uh uh interesting week in the NFL as it always is. So we'll get into all of that with him. Uh, and more at uh 125. so anyway that is uh that is the show today looking forward to it as always but uh we're gonna do a little cap or no cap I don't know if can you is that something we could do let's cap. do cap or no cap it Boom. Means lion, Thank you You're the feel different now it's cap I'm gonna say cap
4: for no cap I'm gonna say that that's no cap on 92.9's Jason and John show.
3: All right, uh, let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, Jason, are frauds, cap or no cap.
4: Well, if you'll recall, uh, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks back now, uh, NFL season's rolling on, so it's sort of all running together. Uh, Before the season, I said, I will not be fooled. I will not be fooled this year into picking the Dallas Cowboys as my Super Bowl favorite, not because I thought they would be fraudulent, but because I thought, uh, as I put it, I'm done disrespecting this other team that I continually don't pick, and all they do is show me that they're they're right there, they're right there. And if, and perhaps if everybody had been healthy last year, um, they're knocking off Philadelphia and they're moving on to the Super Bowl. They look right. Uh, the 49ers are the team. So I, I'll stop short of calling the Cowboys fraudulent. I just think the 49ers are that far ahead of it. at least the Cowboys, maybe the Philadelphia Eagles too, although – you know, you gotta you gotta tip your cap to what the the Eagles are doing right now, and particularly at the time you lo- you lose both coordinators. Hey, you're not winning as uh as as in in the same kind of dominant fashion that the Niners are doing. But right now, the Niners far in better way than anything in the NFC, as far as I can tell, and possibly John, the entire NFL, because again, you see in the AFC, Bills lose. You know, just when you thought, okay, they're moving back to the heap after a pretty uh, convincing win over the Dolphins, they fall right back down with a loss to Jacksonville. And so if I'm looking at the entire NFL, I got the Niners on top. This is about the Cowboys. I won't say they're fraudulent, but Niners are great. Cowboys might be good. We'll see.
3: Yeah, I think uh, it, it, I was impressed, I think, um, in a way that I had not been before with Purdy last night. Um you know, I I I sort of resisted the whole thing, bro. Like I really had, like I had resisted. I I had said insulated, right? That's the way I would sort of always describe Brock, Brock Purdy as insulated, and I think he is. But I think that's minim. I think that's reducing him. Honestly, I think that's a little minimization on my part at this point to say that he is surrounded by the greatest offensive coaching staff in the NFL. He is also probably a really good quarterback. I mean, some of the throws that he was making. Again, it's all. It's, it's all like connected, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have to have a great offensive line. You have to have great weapons. You have to have a great running game. And they have all those things. So it's like, does, does, does that mean that I could take Brock Purdy and put him in the situation like, you know, with the, uh, you know, New England Patriots, you know, and, and all of a sudden he's going to be the same guy? I, you know, that I don't know. But he was making throws last night that were really good, that were accurate, that were precise. That were, I mean, just elite level throws. We're not talking about just a guy dumping it down, hitting somebody on a on an RPO, you know, that's setting up, you know, easily, right? Mm-hmm. He was he was dropping back and letting it rip and hitting his receivers in stride, leading them. I mean, he was making throws that the best quarterbacks make, and so I think for me, I, I it's, it's it's past the point of he's just a product. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Jimmy G was a product. I think Jimmy G was a very—he was a huge beneficiary of that system, and now we see with him that he stinks. Uh, so, uh, all told, I—I—I uh, I, I have to update my priors, as they say, on Purdy. I think he's like a—he's probably a, honestly in this league, he's probably a top ten quarterback.
4: Oh, the Cowboys fraudulent cap or no cap?
3: Yes, absolutely. They're not going to win their division. They're not going to uh, to to beat Philly. Uh, I think Micah hides a lot of their shortcomings defensively. I mean, that defensive line last night we heard all about. As vaunted as it is, was just getting pushed around. They were getting eight, nine, ten yards of carry on first down. There was no resistance at any point. I don't think they sacked Brock Purdy one time. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got him once. Yeah,
4: they, it looked like two.
3: Okay, they got him twice, uh, but it didn't. It, was, it did not come in the in the in the context of a competitive game, right? It wasn't like it was a, uh, you know, it wasn't like it was bothering him at all. You know, Micah was completely neutralized. Uh, you know, that's de- just one. You're correct. Yeah, defense defense could not get a stop at all. Um, they're they're undisciplined. Even when they did get a stop, they got a uh, they got two personal fouls for taunting and unnecessary roughness. Um, yeah, dude. If we're talking about um, you know what the Cowboys. Because you know a lot of people today are going to come in here and they're going to they're going to blame Dak and they're going to say Dak 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 this Dak that. That's what you're going to hear on all the sports talk shows, you know, on First Take and everything. Because that like the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, he stunk, no question about it. But it was a three phase ass whooping up and down the field. Every which way you turn, there was no reprieve, there was no shelter, no hiding for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, They're not beating the Eagles, not a chance. Not a damn chance. Are they beating the uh, Are they beating the Philadelphia? So the goal for them had to be to win the division. They ain't gonna do that. They're not. I mean, they're just. You know, everybody keeps writing writing off Philly week to week, and all Philly keeps doing is um, winning games. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying it's pretty, but they're winning games. So, and they just beat a you know a, a Rams team yesterday, where um, I believe it was I believe it was in L. A. Um, you know that the market loved the Rams all week, and Eagles handle business. So, would, would falling short in
4: the NFC East be enough to? Well, I know it's going to clip McCarthy. He's down to his last column. He's calling the plays now, and you let Kellen Moore go. And that's now. Is it going to be enough to clip Dak for Jerry Jones to say I'm moving on from both of you, or just the one? Yeah, because McCarthy's gone.
3: I think you. I think you're not. You're
4: not moving off of Dak and keeping right. Mike McCarthy. I think He's give, gone. This think is you his give last. Give Dak
3: one more. Give Dak one more staff. Right, because you paid him. so you him one more staff, and then you you know make a decision after that. But uh, because they got Trey in there, yeah, you know. But man, if the 49ers are letting Trey go, that would scare the piss out of me. Like they can turn anybody into a decent quarterback, and they said you know again
4: he didn't get much of a chance. They they really liked what they saw once Purdy got in there too, right? You know, yeah. I mean, there wasn't look, a ton of football played. Not that I'm telling you and making it the case. No, they the acquired Trey Lance for a reason, some great one. Yeah, well, you don't know. Yeah, you know, you don't you don't know yet. Um. Uh, but, again, I, I just I think this is more about the Niners. I think Dallas could still end up being decent. I, I'm not telling you they can win the NFC East. I'd, I'd obviously roll with Philly, but that they can't give them a game. I, I, they can get back up. I, the Diggs' loss hurts uh, as well because everybody was running open yesterday, but I think that's just because of who you were playing right. and the way everything is schemed up under Shanahan. Uh, if you look at those three-kittle touchdowns, like he was running wide open on them. Yep. It's not like you're asking Purdy to put him in this tight window either. So he's just he's adept at making the throws in a system that's a lead and uh, right now they are absolutely rolling. So impressive what the Niners are doing.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't are they going to lose? I'm going to stop short of
4: calling Dallas a fraud though. I'll let you do that.
3: I mean, they're a fraud. Are the Niners going to lose they're, I, Dallas is a fraud in the sense of they have expectations to be to win the division I, mean, I win I, the I, Super Bowl and they're not doing that. Yeah. That that so I mean, there, this isn't like a I still I mean, they can compete in the East.
4: With Philly, I'm I'm just not convinced. Yes, Philly's doing what they're supposed to do, but I'm not convinced it's just going to be so one side. Like that Philly Dallas game is going to look well, like what I we know, saw it'll, last time. It'll night. be
3: closer than that, but I mean, do you would you pick them? I mean, would you pick them to win? Would you would you pick them to you no? Know, like win I said, more? right now
4: you have to give Philly the the, yeah. the East. I'm just going to stop short of calling Dallas a fraud. I think I think again, it's a testament to how good the Niners are. They yeah. can make a. I think a good team looked really bad as they did last night. Yeah, there's no we doubt. We should we should be talking more about Fred Warner and that defense than we are Micah Parsons and the Dallas defense. That should be a week to week thing. But it's funny that Mike and those guys get all the headlines.
3: It, that they do. And Fred Warner is a beast. Like I don't. He, he should be at the top. Dallas's defense and, isn't even and, that good. I mean, it's just not. Like they. I mean, maybe without maybe with Trayvon Diggs, you know, that would be a um, you know a, a different conversation. But. Uh, it's just not that good. So they have the Browns next Sunday. Then they have the Vikings. This is the Forty Nine ers. Well, that's two wins. Uh, they have the Bengals at their place. I mean, I, I'm not picking the Bengals there. Uh, then they, they, they this is an interesting one at the Jags. That's just there. I mean, it's coast to coast, right? Um, host the Bucks. You can't go in there and underestimate the Jags, though. See how they prove that? Yep. They prove. I mean, all right. Then the Bucks. You said, yep. Where, if, where's I'm, Philly matchup? Is there a Philly matchup? There is a Philly matchup on December 3rd at Philly. That might be their first L. That's the one. They're gonna Will be, we really
4: they're, see if there's a difference between these two teams?
3: Right. I mean, there could always be like a stupid divisional loss in there somewhere, you know, just because. But
4: I don't know that this team's concerned
3: with that. I think the,
4: I, I injury is about the only thing to slow these Niners down.
3: Yeah, I think the worst case is, uh, what, 15-2? and two? Yeah. That's worst case. They're your one seed. I'll tell you that. I right mean, there. they could go seventeen and zero. They have the they have the pieces to do that. We'll see. That filler game will tell it. Brock Purdy doesn't throw picks, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, and what
4: I will and, – and, and, again, I, I thought you'd moved a little bit on him a couple of weeks ago. You were just discussing how he's always insulated. But but remember when people were tearing him up a couple of weeks ago and saying, well, this guy can't get you to a Super Bowl. He can't make every throw. He's a, he's a dink and dunk guy. I thought you had moved a little bit then in terms of the respect level. Like, he's whipping around what I give him credit for. Guys are open, but he's standing in there taking a shot and getting rid of the ball. That's what you got to do. Yes. I mean, he's not – He's it's 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 – He's not going to wow you with the arm, but it is more than just managing things. Dude's tough. He's coming off injury. He's been really impressive so far.
3: Yes, absolutely. Um, anyway, yeah, that was a uh, a complete beatdown on Sunday Night Football, uh, and it came at the expense of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, moving on. Curtis Gibbons, third, pulled a fast one on us over the weekend. Cap or no cap?
4: Um that's no cap. I I am trying to think of who last week, any time before was was was, uh, giving off any indication that that this wasn't Memphis. I I'm trying I'm trying thinking about it over the weekend after this was announced. Obviously on Saturday, Curtis Gibbs the third headed to LSU. I was Trying to figure out over the weekend the last Memphis, uh you know kid that Memphis went after that had us this fooled. And I say us, I'm including everybody, I'm including me. Uh, my man uh you I know, wasn't here, uh, gone last week. Obviously go take care of things with my mom, but heard my man Norton heard uh had it had, not not because again we're talking about everybody that was in the know thought Curtis Gibbs the third is going to Memphis you do it at a uh at his father's uh, barbecue restaurant here in town you use those indications back in the, uh, pretty much the way it's going around here that's when a kids are uh, going to select the hometown team and so I, again I'm trying to remember the last time someone had us all so fooled uh, be, uh definite surprise but I guess once you got in there a lot of people you know, started seeing indications the, of the th- of the fact that maybe it, it might not be Memphis. Then you see uh, McMahon; those guys were here. Were they not? What were they in the back and just jumped out after LSU was? I mean, they it, it must have been. So they've known for because they were there. That 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 led me to believe they've known for a while that this wasn't just some last minute thing where Curtis is deciding five minutes before he chooses his school he's going to LSU. In fact, McMahon; those guys, John Morant's former coach of Murray State, was there. Uh, let me think that, you know, that, that for, for a while, at least they'd known that this was in the works. Uh, I saw a lot of people saying, well, this shows, shows you about NIL you must be in the heck, heck of a deal for LSU. And and my whole thing would be, you know, and Curtis kind of set us straight there his father in the interview we did before his son's commitment that if there's, if NIL, if, if, if it came down to that and who's got the most, Texas had the most clearly, um, but but I'm I'm of the belief that you know Memphis has shown whether it's with transfers whoever else it can compete. So I don't think this was all an NIL issue because again if it was, Texas had the most money. His father told us. So uh, tip of the cap to to LSU for pulling him. And yeah, it was a little bit of a, a little bit of a surprise over the weekend because I think we all had this one pegged to Memphis. Yeah, it it was anybody a- the, uh, that didn't stand up. Because There ain't many of you, and, and I'm exactly. I, I'd like to hear your story because I didn't hear very many of you saying who's going to go elsewhere. No, I mean,
3: again, that's evidenced by the fact who was the last one
4: that had us like this that it felt so one way for, and it, and it didn't that Memphis stayed on again. Yeah. You're talking about that Memphis publicly was after getting didn't to pull the out late press conference, right? Yeah, I mean, not Kennedy Chandler. That's that doesn't that, right because you'd pulled off guys like that.
3: Because let me let me give you guys sort of can't, can't remember the last the one inside baseball. Uh, every person that covered Memphis Tiger basketball daily was there. Every single person. Oh yeah, that yeah. Every single person. They were. That was not the case for Kennedy Chandler's announcement, right? For example, I mean, like, uh, no, you knew at the end. Yeah, it like, was that. It was not Memphis. And 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 when you know that it's not Memphis, Memphis basketball beat writers don't show up to that, right? You know your 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 parts, your Munzes, your Leons, right? Dude, I got out of here Friday, not because we had not talked.
4: Much about it Friday, but we had leading up yes, to it. Yes, we both thought Memphis. Our Giannotto made case. You don't, you don't do it in a Memphis restaurant. not right. Not to come into. He was doing that Friday. Everybody. Giannotto's getting his from Muns. That's right. Everybody. You know, you can't, you can't sit up here and say that. No, 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 no. We knew because no one did, as far as I can tell, at least. Memphis media fans, everything else that follows this.
3: Yes, exactly right.
4: They, they had had us fooled. Yeah.
3: Uh. So credit to them for vibe.
4: That one close to the vest, Rosser, who is the you know that was played up a, quite a bit. Yeah, who was brought in as the director of player personnel right. or player development, whatever the yeah. title is, has a very close relationship. I think Godfather is that of Curtis Givens, the third. Many people uh, looked at that as indi- uh, as an indication that again this was pretty much of a, a done deal. So, you know, a, a surprise to say the least. Yeah, it now, was. Now, in terms of what Memphis didn't get, what it lost. Yeah, how would you sum it up?
3: Um. I mean obviously it's it's a it's a it's a miss in the short term but uh it could it could also be uh you know uh, uh make later you know I mean it's it's one of those things where with the new transfer rules, there's always that possibility that Curtis can go to L S U for a year, not like it and transfer to Memphis next season. Well we did
4: mention on both of those guys that for both, you can always come home. Always. Much like always. Trey's
3: father did, like like Billy did. Like the reality is started Vandy come back home to Memphis. These high school recruiting misses don't sting nearly as much because of that reason. You know what I mean? Like it used to be like you really miss on a kid. Like when Tony Harris went to Tennessee, you know, when uh you know you know, when Todd Day went to Arkansas, when you know, uh, I don't really know if there were a. They're not really a ton. They're not really a ton of Memphis kids that Memphis wanted that went elsewhere. But when that happened, it was so profound because you knew Fad is in that group. Yeah, I,
4: mean, I, I know Cal would play the.
3: Yeah, but like the it card was. That we it it hurt a lot more because you knew that was it. I mean, that was they're, they're just ninety nine point nine percent not going to suit Robert up. Robert O'Kelly was that
4: for Finch, along with Tony. You know, going yeah. to Wake Forest.
3: Yeah, but now with the fact that you know. We can, you know, kids are allowed to transfer without penalty. There's really nothing that prevents what, them from what, coming back. What
4: Memphis kid had Penny been on till the end and then get?
3: Just the first? Was he on morale at the end or did he pull no, off?
4: No, no. I
3: don't think we counted. We didn't count morale because it was the weather. Uh, yeah. Morale I mean, was I think Jalen this is, the, this is his that. first miss on a Memphis kid, yes, that he was in there till the end on. Absolutely. Well, publicly, yeah, you miss. Yes, it because is a miss. this one, again, you were in on until the, the end. And the, the basketball people, people I talked to, just they, they were shocked. I, mean, I know, were, I know. I know. He had, a, he had everybody fooled. Yeah. Uh, so, look, good luck to him. Uh, you know, obviously he sees a, an opportunity at LSU that doesn't exist at Memphis, which I can certainly understand. I mean, I think there are definitely arguments there. Like, you just know that Penny's going to bring in older players for sure. Maybe LSU is promising that he's going to have, like, a real chance or maybe he is going to be the starter. I don't know their roster situation down there. Um, but, I, but I could certainly see like Penny has an established track record with going out and getting, you know, older, uh, players. Kendrick so, Javon Quirrell. Yeah. So, you know, I, I understand it. And I, again, I think there's a decent chance, uh, uh, certainly not zero chance that Curtis Givens winds up putting on a Memphis uniform one day. I mean, it's just, that's the way the college basketball and college sports go. So, uh, you know, maybe one of those things where if you love it, you got to let it go. See if it comes back to you, man. You mm. Know what I mean?
4: exactly uh, which is more reason just to go and support the decision you exactly. may yeah. be end up cheering for this kid in a couple of years at memphis
3: yeah i mean this young man i think the 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 reality of the situation is that people you know i don't, I don't know how much I, I saw a little bit of it but me too but i i think a that's the certainly the minority right that is certainly the minority and b you know you should be able to like sit back and trust that Pinchon on get good players like yeah he missed he missed on this one you know but this isn't a situation where uh it's like tubby smith where man if if he doesn't get Tyler Harris or Alex Lomax, we're toast. We're not going to have any replacement. We're not going to have anybody behind that. It's very different. Any chance,
4: I'm just going to play it the other way, that because you're so close on that one, that it was done together? Um, that we, we stay, we keep you
3: a priority, but we know he's not. I mean, you because think, again, you think, it's you family. Think, it's family. You, you know think, what I'm saying? It is. But do you think Penny would have, uh, you think Penny would have like gone to the airport and done all that stuff if he really believed he wasn't getting that kid? I don't think so for a second. I mean, it's family.
4: It is, but you that still. One, that one's family. So it's not like you don't have a relationship with dad in that instance
3: and everything. I'm just saying. Maybe. I mean, it's possible, he, but I don't know. I think, Penny, I think Penny has too much of an ego to, to pretend. You know what I mean? Like, I think he genuinely thought he had a chance at getting him. Well, just because the entire industry thought that this is the way
4: it's yeah, going, yeah, I mean, I'm, was, I'm, I'm with you on that. All just, the people again, that, because but th- this one's tight knit. Again, you had you had Penny, you had you know you had Curtis. They go back. You got Ross in the mix. Uh, I, I'm just throwing that out there, and you know Penny's savvy, man. Yeah, I mean, so as a way to keep the kids stock, everything else, make them look, you know, super coveted. Oh, people are saying Chris Moore. Chris Moore is one. He's kind He did local. Auburn, though. Yeah, yeah, Auburn the West there. Memphis kid. Yeah, yeah, he did stay until the end. Yep. And we—that's well, right. I, it felt like there was one we were leaving off. Yeah, that's so him. So that's him. Good call. Pre, pre, appreciate the, yeah, those those listeners. Yeah. Um, what What did he? And he ended up doing nothing, right? No, he's. Remember, I, he could push a bus. Yeah, you know, I remember that.
3: that. Yeah, I do. Yeah,
4: I don't know how much that helps you.
3: I wonder what he. Hey, I, I, I feel like his staff. I are, feel like we looked that first year and there was nothing. I know I he didn't do it. Like, is he that. doing anything now? You know? Well, I imagine,
4: is it somewhere else?
3: Is he, yeah, is he still there? It says he's still there. He's a senior. Yeah, he's averaging, he averaged three and a half a game last year, so. Uh, he
4: did want Chris Moore. That one does count.
3: And, uh, did that,
4: and we thought that was Memphis? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that
3: counts as one we thought. I'm pretty sure we had his, like, At the end, brother or folks? something on the show. Didn't we? Or we had somebody on the show or something, something like that. I, I don't remember. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, he counts, I guess. Maybe we had him on the show. I want to
4: say it was. Him. I don't think we had his brother. I think
3: it was him. It was him. Yeah. yeah. So if we had him on the show, we definitely. But there wasn't
4: the was. buzz around. No, he's a he's a two, three star uh, uh, Chris that there was around Curtis. But I will say that yeah, that's a that's a. I think that counts as one we thought was coming here and went elsewhere. I think certainly the last
3: one. I think our words of wisdom would be to to you all to uh, to trust and 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 know that it's gonna be okay. And you should still support Curtis Givens in the meantime. And I think most do. I think you know, you give folks on a couple of dumb tweets, you know, a couple of dumb posts or whatever. But in the end, uh in the end, it's gonna be okay for Memphis basketball, and it's gonna be okay for Curtis Gibbons the third. So yeah, no question about it. Pulled fast on us. The old Okie doke. The old uh put the Memphis hat on first and I'm
4: talking about everybody.
3: Threw it to the side and put on LSU. There is no doubt about it. Um anyway, well, best CG3. of luck to uh, Curtis Gibbons the third at LSU. All right, this Friday night inside the sim oh my gosh is the biggest game of ryan silverfields career
4: no cap easy what's bigger mississippi state ucf
3: those were free well mississippi state was a free swing of course ucf was just big, the first time you did it i don't remember what that represented
4: i don't recall it having the the conference ramifications of this one Maybe it maybe it it kept you in the running or whatever. This one, you know, this is a chance to put your foot down. This is to this take is, the lead. It's a chance to hit the, hit the table with your fist as I'm doing right now, uh, and tell the rest of a very bad football conference. Uh, we'll discuss basketball later. Uh, tell them that you you're, you're not just here to remember. You were picked fourth in this conference behind what SMU, UTSA, uh, and, and obviously Tulane, the the preseason favorite. So it's a chance this weekend as Now three and a half point underdogs at home. Yep, yep. where Ryan Silverfield is nineteen and four uh, 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 during his career as head coach of the Tigers at home. Uh, Underdogs chance to, like we said, to pound the table and say this is uh, this is ours. It just feels like we're just talking about separation between Niners and Dallas Cowboys and, and level of. It feels like to me, and and I guess we'll find this out on down the road, but that there is separation between Tulane and Memphis and the AAC. When you look at the rest of the conference, SMU, uh, uh, UTSA, feels like there's separation there. You know, I, I guess we can get further in, a further indication of whether or not that's true on Friday, um, but we won't know for sure until you're playing the rest of the league. rest of the league look like dog crap. So again, it's not only your chance to get a win here and, and really be, uh, set yourself up as the pace setter in the in the league, but it's also to show you know the rest of the AAC your fan base more importantly with, with this momentum feeling like it's starting to build that you are in it for a you know for an AAC title run. And again, even if you get lose this one at home, that you you can show that you're on a level with Tulane and would probably be the likely team I would suspect to to see them again in an AAC title game. Yeah. Like you can show that you're on the level. Should believe that based on what we saw against Missouri and and and, you know I know Boise Boise State was closer than some wanted but you still got the win you're four and one, you
3: know. Yeah, it is it is no question for all those reasons it's the biggest one. Um, He bought the tickets. Bought the tickets. That's an indicator of how much he thinks how big this is. Yes. Uh, How many
4: tickets was it for the fifty? Twenty five
3: hundred. So we all put and they they went twenty twenty dollar value. They all did. yeah. So I mean. it's it's I will say it's 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 not an it's not a fun feeling to see that number go from three to three and a half because That's, you because we thought and I, I think I was with you that it would start if it started at three it would come back down correct it correct. didn't go that it started at three went up right what does that mean that means that basically sharps think that t- Tulane is a this. touchdown better than Memphis that is uh, what they're saying because uh, in the end three to three and a half you're getting off that key number. Uh, you're going to a touchdown now, so I think that's the that's the problem. You know, but look, I, I could make a case for Memphis. Okay, I could I can make a case. They're at home. They played Tulane with a touchdown last year, if I'm not mistaken, or it was like it was like a it was close to the cover. They had a chance to cover there at the end after being down by a million. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the, it was 28-38, and, and I want to say that uh, Seth Hennigan was driving. Uh, at the five yard line to to end the game, Memphis held on to three in the second half after giving up 35 in the first. It was 35-0 at the half. Game finishes 38-28, well, and that was with Spears. And that right. was with Spears. And that was at Tulane. They were number nine in the country, so I can make a case for mm. for this Memphis team at three and a half. I, I'll be honest, I, there's a chance I can maybe get there. Uh, I I don't really have a ton of interest laying three and a half with Tulane, especially against Memphis at home, as as great as they've been. But it's also a little hard to – it's hard to gauge Memphis for me because this is such a step up in weight class, right? This is such a step up in weight class for them in conference – you can say Mizzou and that's fair. But yeah, it is. I mean, exactly. But it, they lost. They lost by seven, you know. So I was like, is that what we're dealing with here? You know, are you are you dealing with another You were in that game with a chance to win it? Well, I, I think Memphis lost will be by in seven. the game. I think Memphis will be yeah. in the game, but we're talking about, you know, having a chance to win. Are you gonna be are you ultimately gonna fall short at the end? You know, I think that's sort of this is where we'll find out. I mean, I think there are metrics that like Memphis and and um, you know, this is the this is the time where we're gonna find out exactly. Uh, you know what they're made of. Are they are they really a team that can compete for an AAC championship and go to a what is it Peach Bowl? Yes. Or are they just okay? You know, are they just a sort of decent team that will go to a bowl and win eight games in a bad league? Well, I mean, you're you're in a group
4: that includes Tulane. It feels like obviously Air Force in there five and and0 Fresno State lost. Um So I mean, I I think that's the that's the group, and maybe somebody else will. Will jump in there at some point, but right now that's the group, and you got a chance. You're playing one of those group members. Uh, what I would tell you to add to that case on Memphis, at least from an efficiency standpoint, from a numbers and analytical standpoint, your offense, at least again, efficiency SP plus rankings got you 33. Tulane 44th. Uh, it's where it's the defenses, believe it or not, that there's there's quite a bit of difference on Memphis's defense now, 82nd in the country in terms of efficiency. These these SP plus rankings again over to over at ESPN. They've got Tulane overall, 43, Memphis, 54. Uh, Tulane, by far, the best, highest-ranked group of five squad. This is your chance. You mentioned it. Silverfield's good at home, 19-4. and four. Uh, Easy for to do a, uh, hey, you know, disrespect on a Friday night in front of the rest of the country. We're three-and-a-half-point underdogs at our place. That's disrespect. Let's go out and, you know. Uh, that that's an easy speech, and so I don't see why they wouldn't be ready to play and shine in this one. Uh, listen, I think a guy like Blake Watson can be the difference in this game. That's that's why I feel different about this. That's why, I've, quite frankly, I, I think you got to give credit to Ryan Silverfield for getting to this point. We said this is what he had to do to get people excited going into this game. Get one, do what you're supposed to do first off, going three and zero. Secondly, get one of those games between Missouri and Boise State, and it'll set you up four and one spot back at home you've paid for tickets you got everybody in the country watching because it's a friday night at least in terms of college football you're what's going on uh there's a there's an opportunity here and you've put yourself in those shoes you've given yourself that opportunity so now now's the the ch- if if Ryan Silverfield wants to prove to to this fan base to everybody else the folks that have kind of bailed off or whatever else that you're the guy for the job in terms of where it's going, and and me sort of presiding over this for the time being and on into the future. You go win games like this. Yep. Yeah, you know, we said that about Boise State. Now the stakes are higher because again, this is conference, and right now it represents the best thing in the group of five, Tulane. Yep. So go knock them off at home when you're 19 and four under Sylvie.
3: Yep. Uh, easier said than done, but that's the task.
4: Uh, yeah, I don't think it's some gargantuan one.
3: It's not. It's not Pratt's
4: back in there, right? And they don't have a weapon like Spears. Right. Defense has got to be much better than it's been. Yeah. Again, uh, it fall the eighty second, Tulane's fifty sixth. That's you know, there there's a there's a huge difference there. Offensively, Tulane forty fourth, you're thirty third. So there's, you know, it's not it's not 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 a huge difference there. Blake Watson could be a different but you're gonna have to get stops. You're gonna have to get off the field on third down.
3: Yeah. I, I think my biggest worry here is just uh Seth being able to stay upright. That's my biggest concern in this game is, is is he going to have time? and Because uh, that two-lane defensive front. Yeah, I
4: watched it against Ole Miss. Beastly. They looked, they were, they were.
3: So, I think that's my, you know. And they, they went
4: toe-to-toe with Ole they have, Miss, the part I watched.
3: Sadly, you don't even have the advantage over them because they they also had the bye. So, you don't even have, like, the rest advantage over them. Um, and so, they're going to come in here equally fresh. I wish, you know, that were, that were the case. It is not. Again, it's not last year's, what, top ten team, you said? Yeah. It is not. They're
4: not going to come in ranked. You got them at home. Right. This isn't some, i said the same thing about Missouri. This isn't some, some gargantuan task here. Yeah. And frankly, it's the kind of win Ryan Silverfield needs to get if you are who you say you are.
3: Yeah. Uh, the matchup predictor at ESPN Analytics has a 53.2% chance to Tulane, which is, you know, pretty close. That's I mean. what I'm saying. A
4: toss up. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, you got to respect Tulane. I I think the three and a half is a little high. I told you I'd have a two and a half. But in, but the sharp's are probably right. I mean, I don't know what it opened at. Pratt, I, Pratt's pr- back in and healthy, right? It's right. After like, you're, okay, and they've had the time off, so he's going to be right.
3: Yeah. Like I, it, it, it's it, I would I, it, I wonder if it's going to be about getting stops. Believe it. Like I, you don't know, think Memphis going to score? I saw three, but that doesn't mean that three was the opener, right? Like, it, what if it opened at Memphis plus four and, a half, oh, I, and I, a, got, three
4: was the first only thing I saw to open. I didn't see it somewhere else. Yeah,
3: I need to because because I need to look at that because that can inform a, a, a little bit here. Um, so anyway, um, yes, there's no doubt it is a it is a huge game for Ryan Silverfield and um, you know. Ideally, you know he can he can find a way to get it done, Um, and if he does, Memphis is going to be very much in contention for that peach jam uh, peach jam uh, peach bowl, and and the fan like he he can convert his fan base, right? I mean that's the biggest thing is like you're you're talking about uh, you know getting a a a fan base back on board, honestly,
4: because because then you can convince you're you're not just talking about a conference title after being. You know the chances of winning one a good chance. You know, the likelihood that you would see it opened it point. opened
3: at four, my but man. also the chance it opened to at be... four and they got bet back to Memphis. That that's that's a difference. See, I just found it. So it opened at four. It was widely available yesterday at three, which means what? That they saw the value in that field goal in Memphis. And it's since been back bidden bet excuse me, been bet back up to three and a half, but you know it's just, it's just that before initial move. Where you see it started at four? Uh, that was at uh, that was at Circa. That was at uh, that was their opening number. And Circa's a, a pretty, pretty. But
4: that short. wasn't the first number you sent me that night.
3: No, because that I, I you know I I can I didn't see you, that. what the, the, what when I sent you that it was like that was what the number was currently. I don't know if it was the I no way to tell if it's the opener. You have to really do some research. I'm gonna say, the, but when did you send me that? Didn't I was you late send last it? night. Last night these yeah. o- these were these were posted Sunday afternoon. Right. So, so it, no, it moved quickly. So it, it moved. And, it, and, it, and it, again, the initial move was towards Memphis. So just something to think about. Something to think about. That it four to three. Correct. Correct. That was fast. And they hit, that got hit hard. Well, it was Tulane minus four. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then to Tulane minus three. Yes, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it did that from Sunday afternoon to the – I mean, you hit me like Sunday evening, I thought, yeah. with the number. Yeah. That happened fast. And that's a pretty big move from four to three, right? I mean, that's just as – Huge move. Because that's like, okay, we, this is going to be – this could go either way type of thing. It's not like minus four to plus four. Do but, you
4: feel better about Memphis's chance when you see movement like that?
3: Yes. 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 From yes. what I've gathered from you lately yes. reading these things, yes. Yeah, again, yes. told you. Now again it's it's a it's, you know it's not like that Blake Watson dude I'm telling you it's not like that Boise move right that Boise move was minus 3 to plus 3 to half I mean that was a freaking ridiculous move that's a huge move um and ultimately it, it was close to the right one because Memphis won the game by 3 uh but it's still it's still there's some significance there right cuz then you're talking about is this really it's like are we getting this thing to a field goal right i think that's it's it's a field goal game and if it's a field goal game mm-hmm. that could go either way so toss up ESPN analytics support that, and uh, Memphis is going to have to have a. I think you're right. Is go through Blake Watson, let Seth make some easy throws to Rock Taylor in the flat, in the in the in the short route, short game, and let him make a play, turn up field. Of all the uh, group of five teams that are in the running, and 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 of the
4: AAC team, so we're talking about an AAC title and, and group of five. Memphis has the highest ranked offense of all those teams, significantly. Yeah. Tulane second at 44, Memphis at 33.
3: Yeah. So, anyway.
4: I mean, it, it, you know, you could say they've been balanced at least a little, you know, between the Blake Watson, the fact that you found a number one in rock with right. Seth Hennigan, that looks pretty comfortable. You know, you've had a couple of other guys step up. Exactly. Man, they, they they need to win this game. Yeah. So people would really get excited about where this program could be headed under Ryan Sofiel. All
3: right, one more before we get you out of here. Josh McDaniel's going to do it for the culture tonight against the Green Bay Packers in – Allegiant Stadium. For the, this is a wrong choice for the culture. The you silver and yeah. black culture, bruh. Oh, Lord, what you know about that? Nothing. I, I, there ain't much of one right now. Oh, there is. It's Uh-oh. a losing culture, but we got one. Raider Nation, stand up.
4: Uh, I, I, frankly, I need a big game from uh from Aaron from Little Jones, yeah. Aaron Jones, uh, who's still dealing with a hammy. That's right. Uh, set that to the side. That's individual.
3: That's, That's fantasy right. stuff. Um, they are two to two and a half. You got Garoppolo out there. Garoppolo's gonna walk out there, man. He's gonna waddle on out there. Is he gonna throw picks? He gonna do that. That boy on pace for twenty six of them things. Well, if he turns the ball over, then I like Green Bay here. Well, is he gonna play? Is Garoppolo gonna play? I, I thought he was. Then he's gonna throw a pick, bro. Right? I mean, huh, you then,
4: know what then, I'm saying? Then you get what you want. You get which is all go Raiders on the under. Yeah. So or I-
3: win total. I don't know. I, I I I don't know why you put this on here. Well, it's a actually, it's, sir. It's a prime time game. It's garbage. I'm not. It's not for me to decide. It's a prime time game. It's Monday night. What else you gonna watch, my guy? You gonna watch NBA preseason?
4: Yeah, probably so. Get a grip.
3: Get a grip. I'll dude. wait till tomorrow. Get get a, on get a grip preseason. on your life, and we'll talk about what we saw from preseason in, in just a bit here. Grizzlies do get the win uh, in the first game of the preseason. Um, I I lean I lean Packers here. I felt a little bit better about it. Uh, before I saw some of the market moves, but honestly, I I don't really care. Uh, I I just don't think this Raiders team is good, dog. I think they're really bad. I think the Green Bay Packers aren't great, but they're good enough to beat the Raiders is where I'm at with it. Like They're getting back their star DB, Jair Alexander, who's going to be on Devontae all night. I think their defense is really going to be able to get to Jimmy. And I think that uh, what the Raiders are going to do, they're not going to give anything up deep to Christian Watson, for example, but... I think this is a really easy matchup for Jordan Love because he can just jump dump it down to Dobbs and, and Aaron Jones, bro. Like, just take the underneath, which is what the Raiders are going to give him. That's music to a young quarterback's ears. Oh, you're going to give me checkdowns all night? Mm. Let me build up my confidence that way? Yeah, please. Thank you. Um, offensive line woes, but it's not like the Raiders have anybody that can take advantage of that besides Max Crosby. Anyway, they have anybody else. I mean, Tyree Wilson has some of the worst numbers in the freaking league. Now, if he decides this is the game where he's going to show up and he's going to wreak havoc, then yeah, maybe. But uh, past that, I-, I don't see the I don't see the Raiders getting this done, my guy. So that's going to be one and four, one and four for these clowns. And uh, yeah,
4: with I- the Pats and Bears as the next two, so
3: we'll be two and
4: five. The Pats can make it. They may be worst team in football. They are awful. I mean, Carolina's going to make the case it is, but Pats are right down there at the bottom. Nah, dude, the Panthers with have you- a little bit of hope. And me,
3: well, well, I might have lifted up
4: a little off the bottom. You
3: moved off that street to me. I mean, I even think even though
4: we just have one win, though they, we've played better offense. Yeah, the but last two, two, weeks. two
3: straight games. It has not shown looked like the life. worst. Yeah, yes, so
4: you've seen competence. Exactly more than competence. On DJ Moore is special as one. Now so that, probably that probably loss with the Broncos off. is the, abysmal. The, but
3: the Pats are disgusting though, disgustingly yes. bad right now. And it's like you look at Bill, and it's just like, bro, he has no, he has no ideas here. He has no way about way out of this. I always tell people like, you know, you you guys base your opinions on the past week to week now. Not you, not you, but some people, right? You guys base your opinions on the past week to week in, in a given game on some stuff Bill Belichick did ten years ago with Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he hasn't done anything. In fact, in fact, like, he is pretty stubborn. He is pretty stubborn as a head coach. He is not adapted. He is not. Um, he has not evolved into the way that the game is played now. He has never at any point – they could have had Calvin Ridley for nothing. They didn't go get him. Look at Calvin Ridley over the weekend, bro. Calvin Ridley was yeah, awesome. Yeah, he looked like a one this weekend. You know, I got to give him that. I mean – I started
4: to doubt it. That was a big win for you. They're, they're figuring it out priority-wise on those receivers.
3: Trevor Lawrence made so many third-down throws to him, bro.
4: Christian, uh, Zay Jones.
3: Yeah, I mean, you got to love what uh, the Jags, Jags did Jags are this figuring weekend. it out. I know you were up this uh, weekend watching had that our performance. Question, had our questions about them, but they were uh, they were in London for two weeks, man. I, and again,
4: I, I think they're working in Etienne. So I do. I think it's different now. They're trying to be more balanced. It's not just hey, Trevor, go out there and beat us. So I think it's been a it's been trying to figure out that mix and that chemistry. They seem to be coming through. It that was an impressive win.
3: Yeah. um, Really was. I I agree with you. And, uh, look, I I always enjoy it when uh, the Raiders are on television because, uh, well, it doesn't matter anymore because now I get a Sunday ticket on YouTube TV. So I see them all the time. But I like it when the rest of y'all have to be exposed to this garbage. It's like bird box. You know, open your eyes and see. Because y'all don't know. Y'all don't know how bad it is. Y'all, that's y- what Bird Box is going to be next week when
4: y'all take on the Pats and McDaniel's and uh, Belichick. Got to look each other in the face. Bird that's on. Box. Su-
3: that's on. Uh, that's on Sunday night, bro. That's
0: on,
4: that's. On that's Bird. the Bird Box. No, game. that's not a Sunday them night. Two got to, them <laughs> two got to, them two got to look at each other. How bad things are for the both of them. Some, once considered genius is a part of a genius. No, nah, the uh, the NFL actually at the bottom uh,
3: of the league. They announced a brand new. I don't know if y'all saw that they, they announced a brand new slate. Uh, they're going. That's going to be a Tuesday morning, 3 a.m. on ESPN Plus game uh, in Abu Dhabi. Uh, Pats, Both
4: teams should get the ill.
3: Yeah, Pats and Raiders. So somebody does have to win. Well, no, they don't. Nobody has to win in that game, Jason. They, they, they're going to be a tie. It's, it's going to be like uh, what everybody said. The Raiders and Chargers should have played for last year. Remember
4: that? I think, I think we're nearing a point where Robert Kraft's going to have a meeting with Bill at the end of the season. They're going to do the whole send uh, off. Go, yep, going our separate ways. I'll send off, all that. You cannot let him keep driving Bill's you further, further in the ground. Yeah, you're gonna do a Bills retirement. That's the best way. To... You bring him in and you yes. let him call
3: that exactly.
4: But you say that and you say that's the way we're gonna roll it exactly. But we we've got to move on. Yeah, unless because you guys like you with... said, dude is showing he's not adapting. Oh, he ain't He changing. just had a rookie quarterback. Didn't try to develop him you know, yeah. like like everybody else is doing. They brought in Zeke. It's pathetic. That that was their big had move. a chance that Hopkins too. Didn't go after him. That's you right. mentioned could have had Calvin. Could have yep. had Hopkins too. Yep. And you have, you've done nothing for this kid. That's exactly right. I had Joe Judge and uh, Patricia out there last year. I don't know if Mac year, Jones is good. Offensive coordinator. I know that
3: we w- so will never know if, under this regime. The Crap's smart enough. You're going to go in there and you're going to let that man call
4: that say, you know, I'm stepping off, but but you're going to make him do it. Right. So I'm not going another year with this. you driving us further
3: into the ground. Exactly. Because, again, it's all based on your personnel, it's right? It's embarrassing now. Put, pick up Mac, drop him in San Francisco. He's going to look like a good quarterback, right? I mean, that's just the truth. Uh Again, Maybe. I'm, not, I'm, Maybe. Not, I'm not reducing Brock. I think Brock, may- uh, yeah. Again, Brock-
4: y'all, somebody every week. Y'all want to come in here and slap him after a win? No. At this point, Brock has shown to me that he's he the
3: is. Who got some moxie to him? It's
4: exactly. not just him out there exactly. uh, managing.
3: No, it, it's it, it's a hundred percent, and they believe not- in him. He's he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, for example. Like no doubt about yeah, it. He's plugged into it. Yeah, because Jimmy would throw picks all the time uh, and and not stay healthy. Exactly. And Brock is available and he's accurate. And that's a big part of the job at quarterback in, in the NFL. So, anyway, uh, there you go. I can't believe you didn't bring up the Titans. Oh, We'll get to that later. Oh, there's not Maybe much to say. Maybe they should get a disrespect, dog, to the – There's not much to say you, about those you
4: clowns. You lo- lose – they lose their starting quarterback, you still lose the Colts. These folks lost to Minshew, bro. And they were They're, getting they torched. I'm pretty sure they had not won on the road. They're 0-3 on the road. There's issue's the road for the Titans. Well, Man. you got to play on the road. You can't beat an Anthony Richardson-less Colts team.
3: Yeah. I mean, how are we going to compete for the vi- – You just saw the Jags. They're getting it together. That's right. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, yeah, they do have road Well, woes, it's like
4: third in this division.
3: But you can't just go win this on the road, bro. Like, you got to win some. <laughs> like you- and the Texans are competent. Oh, they can't Te- even
4: sit up here and say they're trash anymore. The, the you- Texans are I a problem. I love CJ.
3: The Texans are a problem, my guy. No doubt about it. So, uh, anyway, that's uh, the – that's the rundown. That's the cap or no cap for this week. We'll come back. Lots more to come. Stick around, Jason and John. Are you trying to FM? Yes, yes. Snap it action. This NFL season, do it with FanDuel, America's number
4: one sportsbook. Right now, new customers, you get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's two hundred dollars in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now's a great time to get in on the action. The app's easy to use, safe to use, fun to use, and there's a wide range of betting options from spreads, player props, over unders, more. I'd like to tell you about the uh, pre-made. Uh, same game parlays. that are easy to use, again, for the, the new user. So visit fanduel.com slash smith. Kick off that NFL season. Again, J-S-M-I-T-H. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonuses issued as non withdrawable bonus bets. That expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions, blasey terms at sportsbook.fam.com. Gambling problem, call Tennessee Redline at one Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet,
2: you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox.com com/5g home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone
1: users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball.
4: Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis' sports station, 92.9
2: FM ESPN. Baby, there's one thing that I found out. can't have one woman, gotta have three. One woman just to hold me down. One woman just to lift me up. Oh, yeah. And I gotta at least have one woman on the side that really don't give. So if you wanna leave, baby, go ahead and leave. Yeah. One thing that I found out I thing to have one woman Gotta have three One woman just to hold me down One woman just to lift me up oh, yeah. And I gotta at least have one woman On the side that really don't give If you wanna go, baby
3: We're back, Jason go and John Howdy, turn off of him, ESPN one thing that you Preseason action last night go ahead and In the NBA yeah, it's good to see Brevin and Pete back together. The only thing that is better than uh regular season basketball in the NBA is preseason basketball in the NBA, right? Um well, I say I'm just um just reminded
4: how in football mode you still are when you start to see Yeah. You know, basketball this time of year.
3: Yeah. Um I I'm hopeful that um the NBA regular season is um is a better becomes a better product. Um with some of the new rule changes, you know, uh, some of the new CBA agreements, um, that, that guys play more and that, you know, it's not such a guessing game day to day. Who's in, who's out, right? That's what the NBA regular season has become. It's become, Oh, this guy's on a back to back. This guy's hurt. this guy, you know, so I'm hopeful that the, the, the new, um, you know, the new changes that, t- that are coming will ultimately be a better product. That's a different rant, Jason, for a different day. But, uh, Grizzlies did uh, take the floor last night against the Indiana Pacers, and they, thank God, they won the game and went to overtime. Yep. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this in the NBA preseason, going to overtime? This is stupid. This should not be a thing, right? They go to overtime in the NFL preseason. I think they just call it a tie. Right. Like, why don't we yeah, do we that? Saw,
4: I think we saw a couple of those.
3: Like this preseason in the NFL. Do you really think we should be have gone to overtime in the NBA? I don't care, bro. It's not a big deal to me. It, well, what about the players? Did you ever ask what, what what the players think? Again,
4: it's it's just not the take for me off of this. Uh, take for me off of this was was Stephen seeing Stephen Adams getting up and down the floor. If you can't have a take off of a preseason game, you know, Marcus Smart and street clothes, so there wasn't much to see in terms of yep. uh, uh, of guys being back and the new guys. I mean, Derrick Rose, you got a nice little. Uh, Spoonful of him, and I thought I thought for the most part. And what you're going, that was some tasty oatmeal. It, we're it, look, it, it just looked good seeing Derrick Rose in a Memphis in a, in a uniform, said Memphis across the gym. They introduced him as from the University of Memphis. Uh, that's that I heard.
3: That's what I heard. Good. I again, I, I was watching. we wondered when they signed
4: him. Yeah, that they I hadn't did considered yesterday from the University of Memphis. I guess I was so smitten by how good he looked. You know, he talked about how uh you know he basically saved him. You know, saved a year in terms of wear and tear, not playing much last year, and how. You know, hopefully he is. He, you know, he insisted upon it at media day that you know, he, he he ain't here just to babysit. He's here to play. And I just thought from a from a playing standpoint, especially offensively, hit a three, got to the bucket a couple times, shot that little that crooked little weird, weird little one handed f- floater that he hits. I don't know how he does it a couple times, but looked good. Again, defensively, we don't need to talk about it's preseason. McConnell was going right past him. That didn't matter. I think he ended up plus six too. Uh, D Rose. So I liked like that. But the the
0: if there's any news of.
5: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day